0: You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14 says, If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. We know this verse very well. It is a verse of hope when our land is hurting and broken, when our country is being overrun by wicked people, when the economy is crashing, when disease is rife, when crime is out of control. This is the verse we go to. They are the words of God and they are words of life and hope, a great promise that we can stand on. God will hear us and He will heal our land and how we need Him to heal our land right now. However, saints, I want you to notice that there is a condition in this passage. It says, If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves humility is the key to unlocking the promise in this verse humility is the key to seeing god heal our land it is a kingdom virtue of incredible value and completely necessary as a precursor to revival Isaiah 57 verse 17 says this, For thus says the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. Look at what it says. It says, I dwell in the high and holy place and also with him who is of a contrite and lowly spirit. To revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. (laughs) <laughs> Isn't this incredible? Who does God dwell with? He, and who does he revive? He revives the lowly and the contrite. In other words, he revives the humble. Revival is reserved for the humble. Humility is a rare virtue and easily overlooked or ignored in our day. Our world is not impressed with humility. But it is sought after and prized and pursued by God. It, is, it has a magnetic quality. It attracts him more than anything else. He delights in it. He rewards it. And he chooses it as his dwelling place of revival. In Isaiah 62, 66 verse 2, it says, This is the one to whom I will look. He who is humble and contrite in spirit and trembles at my word. Andrew Murray the great author said humility is not a thing we bring to God it is also not a thing God gives to us it is simply the realization of what nothings we really are when we truly see how God is everything and when we clear out room in our hearts so that he can be everything for us Humility comes when we truly see how God is everything. As long as God is just something and not everything, we won't fully possess this virtue called humility. Revivalists have all had something in common. They all got to the place, albeit in different ways and circumstances, where God became everything to them he wasn't just another thing in their lives having him was not another objective amongst many it was everything his name his glory his desires his mission his heart took absolute precedence over their name their success their desires their heart motivations and that is what humility is Like it says in Psalm 115 verse 1, it says, Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto your name goes all the glory for your unfailing love and faithfulness. God often chooses the most humble places and people for revival. He chose Cornelius' house because he was a humble man. Revival came to his house when Peter came and shared the gospel. The Holy Spirit was poured out. But because Cornelius was a humble man who sought to honor God, God chose many humble places for revivals. He chose a small church in Toronto near the airport for an outpouring that would see millions of people coming through the doors of that church. In fact, that small church became the number one tourist destination in Canada. He chose a wooden building in Azusa Street on the wrong side of town. It had sawdust on the floor and used two wooden shoe boxes as a pulpit. The leader of that revival, William Seymour, was the son of former slaves and he would often put his head in those boxes and pray for hours every day. He was a man that was marked. By humility. Scripture describes Moses as the most humble man on earth, and think of how God met with him, so much so that his face beamed with God's glory. But none of this should surprise us because he also chose a manger as his place of birth. He chose Nazareth as the place he would grow up in. He chose slaves in Egypt. He chose uneducated fishermen to be his leaders and all we see in Scripture is this, is that he is attracted to humble. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, in verse 26, it says, God chose the things that are despised by the world, things counted as nothing. And uses them to bring to nothing what the world considers important, so that no flesh can glory in his presence, Saints, as we pray for revival let's remember that we are humbling ourselves, we are emptying ourselves off ourselves because we see God and the move of God in our generation as everything. Nothing is more important or desirable to us, but that he would rend the heavens and come down and take his glory, and this is why we We pray for revival. We bow our hearts and we bend our knees. Lord, today I bow my heart and I bend my knee. Send revival, but start with me. Pour out your Spirit in an unprecedented way and may all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me. Thank you for listening to this devotion. We hope you are inspired to keep praying and to keep believing